Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you're tuning in from. So guys, it is August. We are sending our little crumb snatches back to school. Praise the Lord. Amen. Okay. Um, I think I know I love to cook, but it's been a little excessive here <laughs> lately because our kids can eat. Anyways, so I woke up with a word. I actually went to sleep with the word, but I woke up with confirmation of that word. And I wanted to just share with you all. I am 15 days left in a 90 day fast that I started um, in the middle of a whirlwind of emotions and issues and just life happening all at one time uh, on a personal level, not to dig too deep into that, because that's just it's not as, as relevant as the word. <laughs> so um, dealing with family, dealing with my career path, dealing with trying to keep my business afloat in COVID and just, you know, life was just coming at me hard. And um, I woke up this morning just reflecting, looking at the highlights of uh, the Olympics and I was kind of reminded of my own little personal situation. One of my favorite sports was track next to basketball. Every year in middle school, our coach would make us run across a field for hours at a time, preparing us for cross country. Let me tell y'all something. I don't know about your school or your state or your country, but the school that I went to, nobody really wanted to do cross country. Like, at least not if you were into basketball or track. Like, cross country was something that we were made to do. We didn't even try out for it. It it was actually part of the stipulation of us running track. Um, So, I don't know if it's just the idea of (laughs) waiting to get to the finish line, the long run, or like countless hours of running whatever it was it was just not something that was like hyped up no offense to my cross-country runners you guys are awesome um power to you but you know that's not my thing to eat your own. so anyway back to the story um I can remember that I was in middle school and going through the motions of cross-country we had this you know workout every day and they had the, the championship. They had like what, you know, the equivalent to the championship in, in middle school where all the little schools in our district would come out and it was like the big shebang, right? Well, you can only send a handful of your own students from each school. So I'm thinking, oh, okay, well, that's fine. You know, I'm, I'm sure I'm a shoe in. No, y'all, my name was not on that list. And I could just remember being so disappointed because I still had to work out. Could you imagine not wanting to do something, doing all the work, and then finally not getting recognized enough to work out? So I gathered myself, put my clothes on, and suited up to go run these laps, right? So I'm out there running, but because the (laughs) the competitive part of me and the non-quitter inside of me was just outdone by the fact that my name wasn't on this list and I had done all the work y'all I ran like I never ran before 
I finished practice as if it was my race because I felt like, oh, I'm going to show you. You're going to regret not putting me in this. And right when I got to the end, Coach Newton, I remember, she pulled me aside and she was like, suit up for um, the event next week. I was like, for real? I thought you chose everyone. She was like, just, you know, suit up for the event, right? So I'm like, okay, yeah. You know, I'm thinking in my head, okay, I got this. You know, you're going to miss me when I'm gone type stuff. Like, you miss me a little bit, huh? Okay. But the truth of the matter was, even at a young age, as much as I knew who God was and I understood Sunday and the importance of praying, I didn't really understand the purpose of God in my own personal life, in my own personal walk, in my own personal steps. Like, I really didn't understand the walking by faith or just actually having guided footsteps into your purpose, right? So we're talking about track here. But let me tell you how I learned such a big lesson at such a young age. So y'all, here it is. We are suited up. We get outside. It's that that smell of grass when it's fresh cut that you can't forget the turf. And I'm running. And I have like that dry cotton mouth just feeling in the back of my throat like I'm tired I don't know I guess it was the feeling like the the part that you hated to begin with of cross country that it's like a long gruesome journey for the win and then for me this you know this ain't even my lane I'm trying to run track I'm trying to play basketball like this ain't this ain't really what I want to do but anyway so I'm running and I'm coming across the end of the lap I could see the flags And, you know, this ain't one of those stories where I tell you that I won first place because I didn't. I was actually running and I see two of the star cross country runners. And one of the girls just looked like she was just done, like she was just outdone. I'm like, all right, let's go. You know, we got this. Let's go. And she was like, go ahead. Worry about yourself. Now, you know, we in middle school, so everybody a little spicy or what have you. Real, You know, we're immature as kids, so it it wasn't no um, shade on her, but... To me, I was like, okay, I'm trying to be a team player. Let's finish this. This is your race, you know? But something in me was like, well, she told me worry about myself. So it's nothing I could do but finish the race. Y'all, I didn't come in first place now. <laughs> but I still came in and allowed our team to place. <laughs> My points allow our team to place I didn't understand the significance until a little later but giving my all in a journey that I didn't think was for me watching people who had already been given it who that but that wasn't that wasn't her for her that day it was for me and I was supposed to worry about myself and finishing my race regardless of where I'm supposed to be Y'all, later on, my freshman year of track, I was varsity track. I went on to run the 400-meter dash, running the medley, um, hurdles, all of those things, because it was the endurance that I learned and the understanding that sometimes, <laughs> y'all get this, sometimes you're going to be put in a place on a job, you know, in a friendship, in a relationship, and you're going to be like, this, this ain't what I signed up for. This ain't for me. 
Sometimes we trick ourselves into even thinking that we are not deserving or that we too deserve. We so caught up in ourselves and other people's affirmations and approvals and their value of us that we forget just to run where we at right now. The season that we're at right now makes all the difference in the world. Y'all, I learned such, such valuable uh, lessons that day. That one in the middle of your journey, wherever you're at, no matter how hard, no matter how tired, no matter how, you know, in a space that you are, in a way that you are, sometimes we have no idea why God puts us in a position out of our element, but it builds that endurance for the long run. If you see people have been given something that you think you don't deserve or that you think you do deserve and you didn't get it, maybe you talked yourself out of that p- position, you know, Maybe you talk yourself out of just receiving that uh, business ownership, like whatever it is, whatever that thing is, understand that God, when he built you, he built you with the idea to finish the long run, the bigger picture, the that place, everything that's going on, everything, everything that's going on is preparing you. If you want to know where you need to be in life, if you want to know where you're supposed to be, if you want to know where God has you to be, ask him. <laughs> don't even trust yourself sometimes. <laughs> don't don't trust your feelings. Don't trust your you know, your space, don't look at your environment and make a decision for the long term that you are not worthy because you are forever going to trick yourself out of a blessing. He doesn't just want you to live, y'all. He wants you to live life and life abundantly. Now, I try not to preach on here because as y'all know, (laughs) that ain't necessarily my thing. But I do want to remind you of this one verse and I'm going to read it to you. One moment. Let me, let me, y'all look, let me look this up. Um, let's see here. I'm pulling up my little thing. Got to get that online. Got to get that online Bible. Um, and whatever, whoever you serve, uh, we'll, we'll get into that for another day, whatever Bible you read. But I'm really going to share this one with you. It says, y'all, that's funny. Any other time, it'd be right here, right? (laughs) Uh, Anyways, there's two, actually. John 1, 5 says, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it the other one that I love 
y'all that's so funny but i'm gonna finish this race i'm gonna find this this is always here this verse is everywhere written on everything and i can't even find it in my notes but just bear with me First Thessalonians, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ for you. Could you imagine? Could you imagine someone saying, hey, you just you just supposed to you supposed to be happy in the middle of it because this is the will of God. Could you imagine someone telling you it's it's in his will sometimes for you to get hurt? It's in his will sometimes for you to be broke. <laughs> it's in his will sometimes for you to deal with some uncertainty. I know y'all like that ain't biblical, but listen to what I'm saying. He didn't say that life wouldn't be harder, that you would be excluded for hardships just because you decide that you're going to walk in his path. He's saying that I'm going to stand with you and you're never going to have to do it alone and that you should continue to be to be joyful and and enjoy all of the fruits of the spirit because I'm with you (laughs) within you greater is me who is within you guys that story just like that story hits so close to home to me this morning and that was the confirmation of the word that I got last night because sometimes we just really don't understand we really don't understand and in trying to find this life balance we get caught in the emotions and we really just forget how powerful we are and why we were created just the way that we we were for for a divine purpose that no one else has any way in on nothing no one's mouth no one's words can put in on us only our relationship between ourselves and the most high can make us reach that point that no one can understand so before I go into another little rant, the other thing that kind of sat to me was, I hear this all the time that I want to, you know, leave on your heart. Life balance and understanding what's the difference between knowing your lane, staying in your lane, when it's time to leave and when it's time to go. It's all about having a relationship with your, with your most high, with yourself, with your spiritual advisor the person who (laughs) who moves the things in the world you can't get so caught up in everyday stuff that you forget that it was somebody bigger than you and that this is bigger than you you're gonna lose every time sometimes you're gonna have to forgive somebody that never said sorry sometimes you're gonna have to forgive yourself even though you don't know where to start over at sometimes you're going to have to do the work and never get the recognition. But that doesn't mean stop doing the work. That doesn't mean stop forgiving. That doesn't mean also to stay and keep getting abused. You actually have to take time and find yourself. This 90-day fast has made me 10 times the woman that I ever could have thought that I was. Not because I didn't think I was worthy to begin with. Not because I didn't feel I was valuable. I was just tired and tired and tired of loving the wrong people. Of being in the right place at the wrong time. Of 
being blessed abundantly financially, but empty when it came to those that were willing to be, you know, that love for me. And then I had to wake up and say, you know what? I don't regret not one person that I loved. I don't regret not one person that I took time out of my day and I was still stabbed in the back. I don't regret any of those things because it was part of the journey that makes me such a damn good friend, person, sister. Is not the idea that I'm perfect, but the idea that in my imperfections, I am still willing to put in the work and go the long run and remain true to character. <laughs> remain that example of someone who just chose to love somebody even if you didn't deserve it it wasn't my love to keep I'm the example of the worker who worked hard without the recognition the checks look good but the verbal abuse was ridiculous in corporate America but I was still valuable you gotta stop letting other people put their mouth on you It doesn't matter what they give you. They can't even afford what you're worth. That's really, and there's so much more. I can't can't wait to share it all. But just from where we're at right now, that's the advice I want to give you this week. If you really want to learn your life balance, if you really want to know where you're at in that journey, if you really want to know if you're running the right race, stay in tune with that number one person, that star player, and ask your most high, hey, Are my footsteps, are they guided? Are are you the one helping me? (laughs) You can't trust your feelings. You can't trust, you can't trust yourself sometimes. You got to have that little consultation. So before I go on to, you know, an emotional rant, (laughs) I just want to tell you guys, love you, love out loud, be a light in a dark place And no matter what the circumstances are, the environment that you're in, never, ever switch up on your footing. Never stumble because someone else didn't know where they were at or didn't know what they were looking at or didn't understand the value. Don't lower your price. Don't ever feel like you're less than. You are made perfectly, divinely made. (laughs) Live life abundantly. I love y'all. Until the next episode. God bless.